All right, Doyle, I want you to look into that camera and say, you're on candid camera. <laughs> you're on candid camera. <laughs> So we're trying something a little bit different. Hopefully I can line up all of the audio in post. But we've got my iPad recording a little bit yeah. of video here yeah. so that we can uh, have a little interaction with the Instagram audience. <laughs> Hi, Instagram audience. Yeah, it'll be cool. It'll be sweet. And it'll be just another way to listen and watch if you want. Yeah. If you don't want to just listen and you want to see our beautiful faces, you can... And stay tuned for another way to listen to the podcast as yeah. we put videos yeah. like this up on a yet-created YouTube page. Yeah, it'll be good. I think it'll be sweet. I feel like a lot of the podcasts we listen to have videos as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This adds another element. That's right. And without the video, you wouldn't be able to potentially, I don't know if you can even see Guinness <laughs> behind me here. Now you have can put a face to a name. Yeah. Who Guinness is. <laughs> well, at least a name to a butt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so hopefully he's in frame here. Uh, and if you are just listening on the podcast, you can look on the Instagram for <laughs> this little video <laughs> clip. Maybe some other video <clears throat> clips as well. Yeah, yeah. A little highlight reel of the episode. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Guinness, we had talked last time about obedience school for Guinness. Mm -hmm. Well, maybe we didn't last time. He, he did we, obedience we've, school. We've talked before. Frequently, yeah, I feel like my wife is. <clears throat> so if you if you're just listening in too, uh, we got a dog like three weeks ago. Best decision, Jack Nicholson. Well, not Nicholson, <laughs> Jack Daniels. Do, <laughs> yes, maybe. <laughs> but we need obedience school. It's 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 becoming more apparent that we are not it's, avid dog it's trainers. Hitting the uh, hitting the mark. Yeah, I don't know. Mercedes is concerned about him just becoming another Hurley. Mm -hmm. And for those who don't know Hurley, he was a great dog, but he had no training. He <laughs> was a very, he wanted to love <laughs> Hurley wanted to love. Yeah. Yeah. So we're just concerned that what happened with Hurley is going to happen all over again. Mm -hmm. So we're currently looking for dog trainers. So I think PetSmart is the leading or wherever you went. Yeah, PetSmart. I think that's the leading uh, candidate. Yeah, they did a... I feel like they do a pretty good job. And it's short. Like, we don't need, like, extensive. We just mm -hmm. want, like, some basic things. He's a puppy still. Yep. How old was Guinness when you took him? He was, like, a little older, I'm assuming. Uh, I think he started when he was, like, six months. Okay. Something like that. Yeah. So, so. He, he is uh, 13 weeks old. Yeah. So he's three months. So I think if we get him in there sooner rather than later... Mm -hmm. basic skills would is all we would need yeah for the future yeah definitely we're also having other issues with him he eats his own poop is that normal for a dog <laughs> man between him and malachi yeah you got we're all over the place problems <laughs> like he'll poop outside and then he'll like smell it which i'm like oh that's normal for a dog and he's like and then, mm. he'll, <laughs> and then he'll pick it up and I'm like, what the heck? So we're, we're constantly having to like watch him. <laughs> Drop I, that. Put yeah. that down. And I looked it up and asked our vet, like, hey, he's like eating his poop. Does that mean he's like lacking in nutrients or vitamins? Mm -hmm. I always heard like if your dog's eating other things besides its food, that it's like lacking nutrients or whatever. Mm. But the vet's like, no, that's normal with like puppies because they're still trying to like figure out what's normal. Yeah. It's like, man, I'm glad humans don't go through that because... Mm -hmm. how can that how would that ever be like what's normal i'm gonna eat my feces like where does, <laughs> that, where does that run through their brain that that's okay to do when, when guinness's like when his like cousin dog uh the one that picks on him no the other one this this one's new this oh, okay. one's a new when he came over um whose dog is this the Kate, cousin katie's brother oh, okay when he came over afterwards there was like uh smells in the backyard that i'm guessing were left but from the other dog and guinness was like digging up like different uh -huh. spots and then at one point while i was working on the yard guinness like picked something up in his mouth and started like walking around with it i was like guinness what is that and i like hit it out of his mouth and then i picked it up and it was a piece of poop oh so i'm guessing it was the other dog or a poop. cat or a cat poop or a cat poop so you he was very dirt, you interested. Had that dirt back there it's like a litter box that's true the neighbor's cats always are back there always terrorizing guinness yeah 
that's like my main we did want to get a sandbox for our kids mm-hmm. and i was like but then it's like an open it's like a massive litter box for all the neighborhood cats just to come and share <laughs> and then my kids can play in it with their hands <laughs> <laughs> So like I mentioned that he was picking up poop with his mouth while I was doing yard work outside. Uh-huh. Uh, you saw recently, and maybe I'll intercut a video here, <laughs> of, of one of my brick walls that I've I've made. So I finished my first brick planter. Yeah, yeah. And It looks professional. Oh, thank I you. I think it looks pretty nice. Thank you. Yeah. It feels good. Yeah. Are you supposed to cement them? I didn't really look that up. I didn't. I'm letting I think gravity there's like a conduit of. you can buy to like, I they use it on my pavers at my old house when they mm. put them on my concrete, not on like my normal ground. Yeah. But when they did on the concrete, there was like this mortar kind of stuff that yeah. they used. I was wondering if I was supposed to be using mortar <clears throat> for the ones on top of the other. But I just cleaned it off. I swept it off, made and sure that there was there. no yeah dusts in there and just laid them on there because it's got the little bit of the lip on the backside. Yeah. So it kind of catches against it. Yeah, and then I locked everything in in that semicircle against the wall. Yeah, so like sure it was a little fine. a little loose, and I packed like rocks down that yeah. the sides to tighten everything up. Yeah, I'm sure it's fine. So you'll find out when it rains or something. Yeah, when it rains and everything's go, washed out, into, <laughs> everything's all out. You're like, no. <laughs> uh, so I learned in doing this why. Like, I knew that I needed a stone chisel mm-hmm. in order to break the brick. In, in Is that how they normally the, would do that? Yeah, I think you could also use probably a, a specific kind of wet saw. Yeah, to cut, um, like, tile. Like, it'd be a similar yeah, thing. Yeah, it'd be a similar type of thing. But uh, for for the brick, I was like, you know, it's $7 or something for the stone chisel. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I learned why they sell the... <laughs> weighted mallets next to the stone chisels and not just a hammer and not just a regular hammer <laughs> it probably took seven or eight hundred swings of the hammer to get through to, it to break through the stone was it an even break it broke pretty evenly it like i i, I scored it like really lightly kind of all the way around uh-huh and then I started just hitting harder and harder and i just kept moving it in a circle so i'd like hit 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 move hit 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 yeah i felt like i was uh michelangelo carving the david statue <laughs> probably turned out just like that <laughs> <laughs> so finally i'm like hitting 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 and all of a sudden it goes and goes like halfway through and then one more hit and it and it broke in half oh, and it was, cool. it was pretty clean uh it was at that moment that i realized i was cutting it in half the wrong the wrong way oh yeah so like my skinny side actually needed to go on where the fat side was and uh-huh. vice versa uh so that was fun i just made you it have to work do it again no i just made it work i, oh, okay. I just wedged it in. yeah yeah that was cool but yeah. i think a weighted hammer is probably the way to go if yeah. you're trying to do it at home <laughs> yeah i feel like i would have made the same mistake yeah of not buying a weighted mallet i feel like a normal hammer would do the job. I have a weird hammer at my house. It's made for like a child, I think. It's just tiny. Children's It's like hammer? a tiny hammer. I don't know what I have it for. I have a big hammer that I take to like Mexico when I go for those trips. Yeah. But I have this little hammer that's perfect for like nailing nails and stuff in the wall. <laughs> but I use it for everything else too. And it's, it's probably a little too small for, for anything. <laughs> uh, oh, man. Yeah. So that's cool. The backyard looks nice. But you're not overseeding. Nope. You're just leaving it dead until winter. Yeah, yeah. I'll I'll replant winter grass come winter time. Yeah. In the meantime, Guinness really enjoys the dead grass. So that's interesting. <laughs> yeah. My cat likes all the dead grass too. Really? It rolls around the dirt and then brings it inside. <laughs> but yeah, it looks nice. We're in the process of redoing our backyard too, and we quickly realized number one how expensive it is to have somebody do your backyard for you. Mm. Your dad did his whole backyard huh, by himself. Pretty much, yeah. Concrete and all that? Yeah. How do you do that with concrete? Um, did I, he, like, rent a truck that came? Yeah. And he just, they leave the truck there, and you just go out and put it in a wheelbarrow? Like, how uh, does that I, work? I think uh, he paid the guys to come in with a hose. Like, he... he it's a hose? Yeah. So, so he, like, put the, all the wire and um, steel rods and stuff in the ground and, like, all the wood boards, and yeah. they just came by and just 
just dumped concrete out the hose and in, then level it out it, or whatever. Yep, and then and then level leveled it out. Man, I wonder if that's number one expensive. Number two, that's, that's probably price. cheaper than hiring a contractor that then is going to hire those guys. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. I didn't even think about that because we had a guy that was going to do all of our concrete for us and reroute our sprinklers, do all that stuff. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but it was coming out to be just for the concrete, like the labor for like moving some dirt and leveling and doing all the concrete, it was going to be like three grand or something. Dang. And I was like, no, we can't do that. Yeah. So he's going to do all of our sprinklers. But then I told my wife like, Hey, I'll just do the concrete on my own. Like yeah. I'll. I mean, it. you could mix concrete, pour it. But I wonder like how much it. you would have to do to make that much area of concrete. Yeah. So it might be 700 square feet. Jeez. Yeah. It might be, it might be easier to just hire a concrete truck. And have them come and do what your dad did. Yeah, you always have to put rebar in there like that. Um, I think it. I was just gonna put boards up and pour it over whatever's already there. Yeah, I think you want something something in there in um, case there's like stress. Yeah, something in there, kind of holding things together, and then and then I don't know. I don't remember exactly how it works. You want some sort of like the like cracks through the concrete. Uh-huh. How do you do that? Is it wood? Is that the wood? I don't remember. I don't remember. Um, like, see, that's where you would hire somebody to do it. Yeah. I feel like if I did it myself, I would be. You could always ask my dad. That's true. He knows how. Yeah. Maybe I'll have him come over and uh, <laughs> help me out. Help me out. <laughs> but anyways, we're in the process of doing that too. And I really enjoy it, doing the backyard and stuff. Yeah. It's fun. Well, cool. You'll have a backyard soon for Jack. And uh, I'll have a. Backyard. Dead, dead backyard for Guinness. Yeah, dead backyard for Guinness. <laughs> All right. So, Doyle, we uh, are rapidly approaching summertime as I look at the calendar. Uh, the calendar is still in January. So, <laughs> but, but we are rapidly approaching. Yeah, I think, I think we only have uh, th- three more episodes that will come out. Before we counting this one, we take a, uh, a summer break. A summer break. We call it a holiday. <laughs> a summer <laughs> Be- holiday. Before we go on holiday, <laughs> and uh, we want to make sure that we have at least one more uh, question-based episode. Yeah, so I think that'd be sweet. So, listeners, if you're out there, if you're watching on Instagram on our highlight video, look at this right here. I'm gonna insert. <laughs> The email address ask two justins at gmail.com. And this is this is where I want you to send your send your emails. I was gonna say I was gonna say send your ravens. From Game of Thrones. From Game of Thrones. (laughs) Get the Meister. Send a raven. Send send a raven. If you don't watch Game of Thrones, Uh, that's their social media communication. uh, and if you send spoilers, uh I will be extremely frustrated. <laughs> I've deleted so many accounts on Instagram because of spoilers that just keep coming through. Did you get things spoiled? Two things. What things? You want me to tell you? Well, the, the one thing... Yeah, you're thing, not spoiling anything for that's me. That's true. The one spoiler was the whole Aria incident. From last night? No, two two times ago. For two nights With ago? her and... Uh, oh! Yeah. <laughs> so I saw like something on Instagram like... I don't want to talk. I'm, it was inappropriate. And I was like, what, what's going on here? So I, I can't not, I have a very hard time with surprises. So I looked it up and I was like, Oh, just lost that one. And then whatever happened last night in the episode, all I know is. I don't know. You do know. And I think I know too, because all these memes, I'm going to, I'm going to bleep out this, uh, the this sound segment, this, just the sound of you saying what the spoilers are. Oh my gosh. Just to leave people's minds. Yeah. I still have one episode left in season seven. Dang. So we're watching it tonight and then hopefully we can watch all three of the new ones by this upcoming Sunday, but you haven't watched it either. Have you? Yeah. When did you watch it? Last night. On Sunday night? Does it come out right when it's over? On yeah, the HBO it's, it's on the HBO app at 6 o'clock p.m. What time does it come out normal? Five? I think six. I think it. I think it. Oh, I think they're, re- they're releasing it live okay. with the... Yeah. So, uh, speaking of Game of Thrones, 
I John Snow is like the best. <laughs> and maybe the new new season is not like that, but him and uh uh I can't think of her name. Da- uh Daenerys. Yeah. I'm like, dang, these these two people right here, when they like met finally, I was like oh, this is it right here. <laughs> this is what it looks like to be two years behind. <laughs> yes, you've known this for a long time. <laughs> Oh man! But I told Mercedes, I was like, "Man, they just need to get married and just conquer everything on their own." <laughs> I'm assuming that doesn't happen. But I love it. Yeah. I love it. So, uh, so if you want anyways, to know more, send your questions back to <laughs> asktojustins at gmail because that was just a tangent. Because we'll we'll answer them, and we if we get enough questions to do a full episode, we'll do the whole episode on video. Yeah. You can see all the questions. Maybe we'll even get a couple of cameras in here to, uh, yeah, get some a B shots to cut between. (laughs) That'd be good. That'd be really good. Have actually one more piece of follow up. It's really not that big a deal, but all right. Uh, I talked to the person today who submitted the PB and J best way to make a peanut butter and jelly Mm -hmm. it was the individual if you listened to our last one who said you have to scrape the knife on the the jar of peanut butter Mm -hmm. and i said well it's not a straight edge you're you're pulling it on like a curved top he clarified that you have to hold the the knife horizontally and pull straight across across the top of the jar have a straight edge because the jar looks like this with a circle but as long as you're pulling it across the top of the jar. It is straight. Okay. So he uh, he listened to our last episode. He's like, hey, I just want to clarify. That's not what I meant. <laughs> uh, so I just want to put that in there for him. So I at least say I'm sorry that I got it wrong. So along with sending your ravens to ask2justins at gmail.com, you can also send your ideas about how to make your ideal peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Yeah. And like we said, we may make it on here one time. Yeah. Yeah. Now that we're introducing video, the world is our oyster. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe the world is our sandwich. Yeah, that's right. Sandwich. Peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Or honey. Yeah. For some people. (laughs) (laughs) The the very minority people that, that like honey and peanut butter better. All right, Doyle. So at the bottom of our show doc for a really long time, Long time, like a year. Yeah. We have just accumulated small topic ideas that have not made it into the show yet. Yeah. And these are small topic ideas that have been submitted by submitted. a lot of different people. have been submitted by us. Yeah. So just like we hear an idea, somebody sends us an idea, somebody mentions something, we throw it onto the show doc. So we're going to do a real quick, I grabbed eight of them, uh-huh. and we're just going to rapid fire, spring clean. Now that we're in spring, yes. we're going to spring clean the show, Doc. Do you spring clean before spring starts, though? I No, I think you s- spring clean at the start of spring. Okay. We're at like the tail you end. You think you clean for spring? Yeah, maybe I'm thinking of like defrosting my freezer. That's like a totally different thing. Are you supposed to do that often? Defrost your freezer? Yeah. Uh, I don't think we live in a climate that calls for defrosting your mm, freezer because it's not accumulating it's not humid like accumulating frost in your freezer every time you open it that makes sense yeah seinfeld on the other hand every <laughs> season he was talking about defrosting his freezer you may remember that <laughs> no one else will That's but a it's a com- it's a common thing yeah. of where they're like oh i gotta defrost my freezer and elaine's usually irritated about it so <laughs> for all you seinfeld fans out there yeah something. so we're defrosting the freezer <laughs> of the show doc yes yes and uh, I guess we'll just start at the top and work yeah. our way down. Yeah. Defrosting the first block of ice. <laughs> Do you and your spouse split food often? How's that go? No, never. 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 Okay. I'm not a fan. I don't. I don't like the idea of like me having to decide on what I want to eat based off what my other part mm. might want to eat as well. Yeah. And then you're compromising on both ends and you might not fully like what you're going to get. And she might not really like what you're going to get. One of you is going to get what you want every time. Mm -hmm. I feel like you you want both parties to get what they want. Yeah. If I feel like, and the hard part for me is when I go out to eat, there's never like, okay, that's a single thing that I want. I feel like there's usually a multiple of things that I'm like, oh, I might want this or I might want this or I might want this. And now you're throwing somebody else in the equation that's just going to complicate everything. <laughs> My mother and uh, her uh, fiance, they share like every meal. 
Mm. Every time we go out, uh, they share they share together, and it drives me nuts. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, just because. In my mind, not in my mind, but every time we go out to eat, I'm just like, just order your own food. Kevin, get your own plate of food. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so I, we never we never share a meal um, unless it's, you know what Val Luna is? Did you ever go to Val Luna as a kid? It's on like Bell and 35th Avenue. Uh, I know of it. I've never been. They have a dish called a Sonoran Toto. Sonoran Toto. Yeah. Toto is all, you know, so it's all the things. Oh, okay. Sonoran. Is just I think it's the geographical area they just call yep. it Sonoran, but it's like all the things. So this plate has uh, has four mini tacos, has four mini tostadas, has four taquitos, has four chimichangas. They're all mini things. It's like this massive plate. That's the only time that I could conceive even sharing if it's a meal like that. Mm. But I'm not trying that to split sense. my hamburger and my fries and the ranch. <laughs> <laughs> so that's me. You could get your own ranch. Yeah, then you're paying whatever twenty cents for a ranch. <laughs> McDonald's making you pay twenty five cents for a barbecue sauce. Uh, but that, that's why you always ask for it after you've already bought ordered. the sandwich. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're like, oh, ah, good. <laughs> if it's not too much, could I get four packets of honey? Unless the person back there is like, yeah, that'll be twenty five cents. <laughs> they do sometimes, and then you're like, nah, never mind, I don't want it. Uh, so uh, I, I don't, I don't like to split the meals. Okay. Do you? Do you and Katie? Uh. I feel like you guys. I feel like we split fairly often. Yeah. Uh, it I depends could. on where we're going, what we're getting, but I think there's, we enjoy the money saving aspect of it. Yeah. You know. If it's like a big portion. Yeah. Yeah. So and we're we're both small people. I eat slowly. She doesn't eat a lot. So yeah. I think yeah. it it works it works well. Yeah. So. We uh, I actually we split last time we went. We went to uh, Fleming Steakhouse. Ooh, fairly expensive, but we had a gift card from Christmas that somebody had given us. Um, and I think that night we shared. We didn't share our main course. Have you been to Fleming's? Everything you have to buy everything as like a side. There's no like oh really dinner like a steak, potato, and a salad. Like if I ordered a steak, it's just the steak on a plate. Mm. Um. So we each got our own meat, but then we we got some sides and we shared those. Shared the That's side. like the only time. Maybe maybe sides that I would share. It yeah. was like a lobster mac and cheese. It was oftentimes we'll go to um Chick-fil-A. She'll get a sandwich, I'll get like spicy strips. That's right, strips, man. And then we'll split a large fry. Oh, okay. Yeah, because the fries are pretty big. Mm-hmm. Total off subject, but I'm in the process of converting four guys from nuggets to strips. How's that going? <laughs> I don't know. I'm working on it. I've, I've, uh, the it's nugget to strip <laughs> conversion. Yeah, it's like it's uh they don't they don't get it they don't see it they don't want it. Can I interest you in a spicy strip? <laughs> yeah, I'm just yeah going around door to door. Yeah, I was gonna say Doyle walking up. <laughs> Hi, have you heard the uh, good news of the spicy strip? <laughs> well, for me, it's just a regular strip. I can't handle spicy. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, too spicy. Uh, so. Yeah, I don't. I don't think splitting is uh, in the horizon for me. That's cool that you guys go. I'm not not judging you at all. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay, moving on to ice block number two. Uh, This one was from. This was from Seth. Favorite Zelda thoughts on the N64. Like for Zelda, for 64 is that two separate? Like two separate things. Well, Nintendo 64, huge fan. That came out when I was like, yeah. I don't know, six years, six or seven years old yeah. around then. Yep, I think I got it that first yeah. Christmas. Yeah, I think I got it on my birthday at a birthday party that yeah. was at my house with all my friends. And you were like everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was one of the first gifts I opened, and it was like, all right, everybody to the living room right now. Like we all straight to play it. Like yep. didn't even finish anything well, else we were did, doing. Did you get? I had. I think I had two games. My mom got me. It came with Mario 64, mm. I think, which was an incredible game. Yep. She got me Yoshi Story, which okay. was another game that was pretty fun on there, which just came out for the, the Switch. Oh, okay. A new Yoshi Story game. Um, and then the next game I got, I remember, well, next two games, I bought them together. I got Torok, Ooh. which was that dinosaur fighting game. Yes. <laughs> which was tight. Like That game was fun. That was intense. And then uh, I used to love this game. It was before... 
uh, WWE was a thing, wrestling. Uh-huh. It was like the NWO versus WCF or something. <laughs> wrestling Central Federation. It was like a, res- was like wrestling, a, a wrestling game. Almost like Mortal Kombat, but it was with the wrestlers. Nice. And I played that game like all the time. And then it wasn't until like a year later, I think, that I got like Super Smash, mm-hmm. Ocarina of Time, uh, some of those other like key games for the 64, Mario Kart, like all yeah. these other things. But uh, I'm a huge fan of 64. Me and Seth have had conversations about this before because he uh, does not like the Nintendo 64 controller. Mm. He thinks it's awkward and weird. Um, he said the GameCube controller is way better. The GameCube is a very good controller. but <laughs> There's just something about that three-prong. Yeah, it was so iconic. Oh, I loved it. It was, it was a whole new world. you could get the world. different colors. You get the yellow one or you get the red one, the, the green, the purple. The see-through. Yeah, it was so cool. Yeah. Or there's the plain gray, whatever. Yeah, I love I love the 64. I think it's a great console. Yeah, and I know there's people that still have it. I think Seth has it. He still he still plays it. Um, I would love to get one. I think it'd be cool. Totally. To have one. Uh, favorite Zelda. I disagree with him on this as well. I think he prefers Majora's Mask. Mm. I I prefer Ocarina of Time. I love Breath of the Wild on the new yeah. Switch, but Ocarina of Time I thought was awesome. Totally for the 64. To me, it's between Ocarina of Time and Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild. Yeah. And I, I played the original Zelda, like on the old Nintendo. I played Majora's Mask. There's like a bunch of other Zeldas that I don't think I played. Like, yeah. Wind, there's like a Wind, Wind Waker. Wind Waker and some other stuff. Those all came out like, I think once I was kind of into high school and maybe almost into college. Yeah. I remember I played. I, um, <clears throat> even Majora's Mask was a little later. Zelda Four, Four Swords on Game Boy Advance. Zelda yeah. and Four Swords. Yeah. yeah. I never had a Game Boy Advance. I just had the original. I had a Game Boy Advance way after it was cool, cool to, have, to one. have one. I remember I had the original Pocket Game Boy. It was like that silver one. Oh, yeah. Those and, are sweet. And then I had the Game Boy Color that was like the see-through purplish Yep. I color. had that too. Yep. So um, anyways, Zelda Ocarina of Time is probably my favorite one. Just the open world gameplay. I remember like the water level being super hard. Oh, yeah. And like taking forever but that that game i think i played that game every day after school i had a friend jeremy mm-hmm. and that's all we did was play zelda and i would wheel this is funny but this is not related to zelda but i had this big thing of legos like this massive like bucket square bucket like tote that you'd get from target mm-hmm. had all my legos in it and i would wheel it down on my skateboard to my friend jeremy's house and he had the same size tote of legos and we were just play zelda and legos like every day <laughs> it was the best thing ever <laughs> and i wish i saw those legos for, like malachi and stuff but yeah anyways ocarina of time i think that like that was a huge part of my childhood from like eight years old totally into middle school and like that's yep. a game that you could play over and over and over and then even after you beat it you could play that game yeah it was so fun yeah it was awesome so fun yeah i loved i loved that and when you think about like Breath of the Wild, like how fun it is, I know it has all the different Zeldas like kind of all together. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the the cool things about it, like the nostalgic part, come from Ocarina of Time. Yeah, the same type of feel. Yeah, I love it. So totally. I think that's why Ocarina of Time is my favorite favorite one. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Everything you said about both topics. Yeah. So, um, did you ever have a Dreamcast? No, but I knew somebody that did. It, was that Microsoft? Sega. Okay. Like I had a case. buddy who had that too. Yeah, I played it very little, but yeah, I played it a few times. It seemed fun, but yeah. then it just like never it like never took went off. anywhere. Huh? Yeah, it like got that was the la- was that the last Sega thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, from that point on, Sega just just focused on making games. Yeah, and yeah. software stuff. Yeah. So yeah. All right. Next topic: cleaning off the show doc. <laughs> what do sports mean to you? I don't know exactly what I was envisioning when I wrote this. Did you? Is this your topic? This is my topic. Um, I don't know. I think they're a a huge part of me as well. I think. Mm-hmm. I don't know, like what they mean to me. I don't know if I could like narrow it down. I think sports taught me a lot about. I think sports shaped me a lot into the way I am. It was a huge part of my life. Not as not not like the 64 and zelda Mm -hmm. but it was a huge part of my life from six years old again all the way through to today yeah competitive team sports um that like consumed me for a lot of years and 
everything I did like during the week after school, especially once I got into junior high and high school, soccer was the like only thing I did extracurricular besides skateboarding. I guess you would say that's a sport too, but like, I don't know, it shaped who I am and like my commitment to trying really hard and yeah. like dedication and working hard. And like, we've talked about this before on the podcast, but like, I feel like I had other areas in my life that taught me that my dad was really big into that, like making me, making sure I did things right, worked really hard doing it the excellent way. When it came to, we talked about this with yard work, like all those mm-hmm. different, different things, but I think sports like gave me that passion to like try really hard and soccer for me. Um, I don't know. I've always heard like, you've got, you've got to have one thing in your life that you can do outside of anything else that is like something that you love that you can disconnect from everything else with. Mm-hmm. Um, and skateboarding was that for a long time too, but now that's a little harder uh, for me because I'm older and I can't, can't <laughs> do recover all the same very quickly tricks and recover the best way I could. Uh, but soccer, like I still do that every Wednesday and yeah. it never gets old. Like it's the exact same. I feel the same way about soccer now that I did when I was mm. in high school trying to get a, a college scholarship. Like there's been no change in how, uh, I feel about the game and the mm-hmm. joy and the, the competitiveness and the excitement, like the butterflies in my stomach, that's all the same. Like it's never changed or wavered mm-hmm. and you guys my wife this like wednesdays are like a sacred night soccer night yeah and she knows like yeah. everything we do <clears throat> there's like occasions throughout the year like because of what we do for a living that i don't get to play and it legit i get super like bummed like if mm. i can't i was out for three last week was my first week playing because i had to take a three-week break because i hurt my groin mm. and wasn't miserable but i just every wednesday i was like man like this is a real bummer like i hate it like i hate not doing it um so i think because of that like that just for me it it's like a huge part of what i do and it'll never it'll never go away i don't think like it's something i'll do for as long as i can and as long as my body allows me to do it yeah and i think it it's that one outlet i have where if i'm frustrated or i'm upset or i'm going through like it's the one place I can go besides like scripture and my connection with God. Like this is the other thing where I know I can go do that and it's, it's relaxing and it's something that I enjoy. Um, so I think it, it means a lot. Sports, maybe not so much. Like I don't really care about other sports besides soccer. Like that's my main, I like football and baseball and stuff. Yeah. But I didn't play those like I did soccer and even like soccer, not just playing it, but like my love for, watching it like EPL and all those different Mm -hmm. things and the world cup and all that, like, and sorry, this is uh, another, another thing too. Um, and I think we've talked about this before, but the community of soccer is really tight knit Mm -hmm. and small. And especially growing up in Phoenix, like if you're playing at an indoor facility, like I do on Wednesdays, there's people I see all the time that I've known forever that they played in different clubs. They play in different, and it's like a whole community. I'm sure you could say the same about any other club sport. You could say the same about skateboarding. Mm-hmm. The surf culture is the same way. Artists, like all that stuff, I think. But for me, soccer, that's like a community that's separate from any other community I have that, I don't know, it's just, it ties a lot of things together, relationally, emotionally, spiritually, a bunch of stuff. So Nice. Yeah. I don't know if that makes sense. Maybe not. Yeah. Maybe you're listening. No, you're that, like, that was, guy's an idiot. That was that was a, <laughs> a very serious response. Well, you're not, you're not expecting that. I didn't know exactly yeah. what I was expecting. <laughs> well, but for you, I, I think, you didn't you didn't play club sports, yeah, but you no, like no. sports. It's maybe different so, different than me. Katie said something last night while we were watching Game of Thrones. No spoilers. Um, that she was like, "This must be what it feels like to be into sports." <laughs> <laughs> because we were all like on the edge of our seats and like, oh, 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 uh, like, <laughs> like cheering and 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 ebbing and flowing with yeah. the pace of the of the episode, and uh, and I think I think that's spot on. Like I think that's that's like I love uh, that you get that from sports. I love like all week long leading up to game of thrones like watched a post show from last week read probably 10 articles listen to bill simmons <laughs> listen to bill simmons listen to the watch <clears throat> podcast on the ringer network listen to binge mode on the ringer yeah, network yeah um watched their wednesday live stream and the ringer uh, network if you're looking for anything any especially game of thrones related <laughs> gosh they got so much stuff uh, on there it's awesome but i think the way they cover, cover games 
of Thrones is the same thing that I love about like sports cut coverage. It's like the best of, of the best. It's not like I'm I'm less interested in like ESPN giving like highlights and news from the day and more interested in listening to people uh like debate theories about yeah. like who's <laughs> who's, who's going to be the MVP this year in the NBA. Yeah, and why yeah. they should they yeah. should be um you know why Messi is obviously better than Ronaldo. Yeah. Uh for all you people out there that don't like Messi, <laughs> you need to figure yourself figure something uh, out cuz yeah, I th- I think uh and you probably know more about sports than I'll ever know, which I I like you you study it more than I do. Fantasy football, you're in how many leagues? Like you, oh, you yeah. obviously sports is a big part. Well, I was watching the NFL draft specifically trying to figure out what my rookie draft in my dynasty league was going to look you like. You pick up the quarterback for the Cardinals? Uh <laughs> thinking about it, it would be a stretch at number 4 overall in the yeah. in the dynasty league. Um but who knows? Who knows? The Pats picked up this new receiver yeah. from Arizona State. I know. He's gonna kill it. I know. the The very next pick, he would have gone to the Cardinals, guaranteed. Yeah, the Cardinals love Nikhil Harry. Not and today, baby. Not today. Tom Brady. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But anyways, yeah, sports are like a huge part of of what you do. I feel like. Yeah. So I think uh, that, like, for me, that's what sports means to me is like creating space for interesting discussions where people can like really care deeply about something that's ultimately not very important. <laughs> like, I think that that's like a magical zone to be in. Yeah. Um, and I, I think that the drama, like watching <laughs> the last two uh, games where Tottenham was playing Man City and uh-huh. where Man U was playing Man City and just like watching them and rooting so hard for Man U and Tottenham because I just need Man City like whether or not we end up winning the league i need i need the extra drama of man city dropping some points yeah, yeah. for liverpool to have a chance to win the league and yeah. then if liverpool blow it then they blow it but i just i just want that chance again i want one more chance yeah. at at winning it <laughs> so i just love like like it it is reality television but like the most real because there isn't a writer and producer deciding how to yeah. like beef up the drama. Yeah. Like, like the Lakers sucked this year yeah. and that's really damaging to LeBron's legacy. <laughs> like yeah. part of the, his legacy was like, look, it didn't matter what team he was on. Yeah. He's, he goes to the finals every single year. Yeah. And then he went to the Lakers yeah. <laughs> and missed the playoffs entirely. Yeah. So, you know, it's interesting. You said something like a few few minutes ago about like having something that you love and put so much time and thought and passion into that rel- that in reality really has no importance and is pretty mm-hmm. irrelevant. That's really what we do like when we're kids, too. Yeah. You know, like when you think about yes. like being a child, you you put a lot of time <clears throat> and energy and passion and love into things that ultimately don't matter most of the time don't matter yeah you know like me wheeling my lego box to my friend's house every day to build a new city Mm -hmm. and then tear it down but being so in love with it that on the top of my lego box i have drawn a city of how i'm going to design everything (laughs) i want to do and that's the same design i use every day for five years straight yeah you know like that I'm not an architect or anything like that didn't help me in my maybe creatively help my brain but that's in the end scheme of everything, like that's a pretty irrelevant thing. But the passion I put into that as a eight year old, yeah, you know, and you're talking about sports, and maybe that's why it's again, we've talked about childhood things before and like how that shapes who we are today. But like maybe that's part of it too. Like when you think about, and we talked about this, but me loving Lord of the Rings because it gives me this sense of like simplicity and you know, whatever. Um, maybe yeah. that just adds to why we find passion in these different things that are irrelevant because we're tying the ties to something in the past where we used to do stuff like that it it allows you to recapture the like magic of childhood yeah and it's different now and it looks different and we can bet in fantasy football and win four hundred dollars you know like it's different than what you used to do as a kid weird flex but okay (laughs) i didn't i didn't win four hundred (laughs) dollars but uh, it went four hundred (laughs) dollars but uh yeah i think i think there's a tie there in that feeling and that nostalgic feeling from that yeah. 
Yeah, I agree. I think that's a really good observation. Yeah. All right. On good, to good topic. Good topic. <laughs> I'm glad you liked it. Yeah. I didn't know where it was going to go beforehand, but I like the way it shaped out. Yeah, yeah. All right. On to the next ice block. Yeah, yeah. Cleaning out that other box from the attic. <laughs> Facebook is sketchy. I don't have one. Um, do you have one? I do. I don't really use it, but we use Instagram. That's still that's still Facebook. I still guess. Facebook. Um, yeah. Just wanted to take a second to talk about. I don't think we need to dive into all of this stuff that happened several months ago. Other podcasts have done that plenty. Yeah. Uh, just a reminder: Facebook is sketchy. Just <laughs> that was, that's been a topic I've wanted to talk about yeah. for a while. What happened a few months ago? Uh. Okay, I guess we'll get into it. <laughs> uh, well, let's they, keep it brief, maybe. Keep it brief. They created a VPN a long time ago called Onavo. Uh, totally violates terms of service, so uh, it was taken off of the App Store. Uh-huh. And so then they used their developer account with Apple to sideload. Instead of going through the app store, they could reload that VPN back onto people's phones. They were paying teenagers to load this onto their phone, hmm. and it allowed them to track literally everything that the people did on their phone. Everything? So, everything, in order to get Text more, messages, more information. all that? Yeah. Yeah, everything. Oh, yeah. In order That's... to get more information. So, so for like two days, Apple completely broke their developer account and was like, nope, you're done. Like Facebook's out. Like face, yeah. You you can no longer you can no longer load uh, applications for developmental purposes directly onto people's phones. So like all of their internal use apps broke. That's only through the Apple Store though. App Store. No, it's only the ones that don't go through the App Store. So uh. all of their internal apps that they were able to like they have literally a burrito app uh-huh. where you can order a burrito if you're an employee of facebook oh i see they have um but like it's all internal to all facebook. of their testing apps like like the next version of facebook the the next version of the facebook app it's all in that, there. that was loaded on for for people to be testing broke like everything Dang. broke um they got they came to some sort of agreement that was undisclosed and everything's working again for them yeah but just a friendly reminder that Facebook has none of our best interests in mind. <laughs> uh, enjoy Insta- And what would they use that? They'd probably use that information and sell it to people yeah. to advertise and do different things. Yeah, to more directly target advertisements yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Facebook is not a good company. Yeah. They do not have your back. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm almost over Instagram, too. Really? I can't. I need it for different things, avenues. But... <laughs> I, I thoroughly hate have like I don't enjoy having it. I don't yeah. think, and I know it's good and it's there's purpose behind it and there's there's things you can do with it that are good and like helpful mm-hmm. to you. Our podcast we use it for advertisement and different things. Mm-hmm. Like I like having it, but every time I'm on there, sometimes I'm just like, man, why do I keep coming back to this and looking at it and skimming through it? And when you first convinced me to get an Instagram again, is that how you felt? I did enjoy. Like going on on Instagram, checking stuff out. Now I feel like I hardly do that anymore. Yeah, yeah. And um, it was like a really quick fade off of like, like uh, maybe I'll glance. But you still post stuff on there and do different things. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm enjoying more like just like small posts of like Guinness or something like yeah, that. Yeah. But but like not super interested in just browsing Instagram a whole lot. Yeah. Like I I I've completely returned fully back to the same level of like engagement browsing twitter like yeah, <laughs> like yeah. way more interested in in what yeah a bunch of people that i follow on twitter yeah are just saying in the now yeah than yeah what whoever yeah pictures they're posting like on Face- instagram yeah and i feel like facebook the actual facebook not instagram is slowly becoming like old old like old news almost like i don't think high school students are oh, on facebook yeah. a ton no you know? it's all old people yeah people like us and our parents and my grandparents were yeah. on it you know and yeah they still are on it <laughs> my my grandma is on it but under a pseudonym uh-huh. and uh it's, she's never directly said that it's her but like so like i <laughs> i've never accepted it on facebook katie hasn't her. accepted it yeah so Scarlet Magnolia, I know you're out there. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's her. That's her pseudonym. Uh, it's so good. Oh, that's it's good, so yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. Because so I, literally, and like, this is just a complete aside. Like when when me and my sister went to to Europe, the reason she has a pseudonym is she. I guess she finally decided she wanted a Facebook. But literally, when we went to Europe, she was like, "Do not post." on facebook that you're in europe because people will find you and murder you <laughs> exact words exact words i murder. was like who is going to she probably watch taken a few too many times yeah <laughs> i was like what that is not gonna happen so that's her approach to facebook that's fine that's why she has the yeah yeah that's good don't even give facebook your real name because people will murder you <laughs> uh, next topic all right, next topic. This one I thought of today, and I was really excited for it. Um, top milkshakes by restaurant. Yeah, that's a tough. Uh, I don't really get milkshakes. I get. I like. Mm. I like concretes better, and I think only a few places. Blizzards, well, Blizzards, concretes. Is that what you're talking about? Or you're saying Mick like McFlurries? Yeah, McFlurries. I love. I that. mean, like you're going to a burger place or where's something, a great milkshake? And yeah. Um, if, if you're if you've got a hankering for a milkshake, where where are you trying to go? Uh, I think well, I don't know. Smashburger has a good milkshake. Mm-hmm. I really like their milkshakes. Um, I uh, I remember a really good milkshake, but I haven't been there in a long time. But Fuddruckers has a good oh, milkshake. Yeah. I remember Fuddruckers milkshakes quite fondly. They have a great milkshake. Um, but if I so there's another place that no one in Arizona would ever go to. It's not here, and there's only one of them, and it's in Danville, Kentucky. <laughs> <laughs> But it's called Captain Frank's. My sister worked there for like a year. It's a hot dog shop. Okay. But they made delicious milkshakes, like delicious, like phenomenal milkshakes. Nice. You would, you listeners will never ever go there unless you're Eric Schneider, who lives in Kentucky. But <laughs> <laughs> hey, Eric. Uh, if I'm gonna like go to get a milkshake, like if I on a Sunday night I'm leaving work and I'm like oh, I want a milkshake, I will hundred percent probably always go to In and Out Burger. I've never had an In and Out Burger milkshake. Man, they're good. And they're easy to like. I think because of they're just easy for me to go get one. But yeah. every time I go to In-N-Out Burger, I think I no longer get a drink, and I always sub it, substitute it for a milkshake. Interesting. You started off this conversation saying that you don't usually get milkshakes. Yeah, but now I'm thinking about I do get milkshakes at In-N-Out Burger. Nice. But if my if my wife is like, hey, I want ice cream tonight, I'm not like going to get a milkshake. I yeah. usually go to like Dairy Queen and get a Blizzard, vanilla. Yeah. Peanut butter well, cake. that'd be getting ice cream. That's what a milkshake is. Milk, ice. A milkshake is like the perfect companion to many, many uh, entrees. Man. When I think about a milkshake, too, I think about like five and diner. Yeah. Yeah. You get like the refill tin. Oh, it's so good. Okay. So here's my milkshakes. Um, What used to be number one, I'm Uh now putting at number three because the last couple of times I got your milkshake, it was was very disappointing. You got to redeem it. Chick-fil-A. Yeah. Eh? Yeah. I feel like they used to be so good and it started going like downhill. Yeah, I don't know what they, if they I changed something. I think you're the one who up. told me specifically that this has nothing to do with flavor, but the Chick fil A milkshakes are extremely bad for you. Oh, like, yeah. Calorie oh, my wise, gosh. the count is like pretty one, astronomical. One milkshake. They made the small milkshake um, because it used to only come in one size and like that size is like 800 or 900 calories. Gosh dang. It's so many calories. <laughs> That's all you can get. You can't get any other um, food. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like that and a Chick-fil-A sandwich with like a large fry is like all of your calories for an, an entire Gosh, day. Gosh dang. That's a lot. So number 2, uh-huh. Pot Belly. Oh yeah, they have a good Pot milkshake. Pot Belly's got a really good and milkshake. You get that little cookie. Yep, that oh. <laughs> Yep, you get the, the little ring cookie the little, that goes on your straw. Uh, little what was it called? Something bread. Uh, shortbread. Shortbread. Little yeah. shortbread cookie. Those are good milkshakes. Yeah, I forgot about Potbelly. Yeah, Potbelly. I haven't been there a long time because we don't have one where I live now. Mm. Gotta come down. Yeah. And number one, Hop Dotty, the burger place. Never been. Phenomenal burgers. Their chocolate Nutella pretzel milkshake is, good. is insane. Okay. What about so Steak good. and Shake? Have you been there? I've heard Steak and Shake. Uh, They're good. They're yeah, in Kentu- I, I have. I I was thinking of something else. Steak and Shake. Yes, they has just a opened good milkshake. one here. Oh, did they? They have one in Tempe. That, yeah, they used to only have them. Oh yeah, it's right on Mill. Yeah. The um yeah Steak and Shake does have good shakes. Um, I've heard that Portillo's chocolate cake shake is good, 
But uh, I feel like Portillo's people are pretty religious about. My mind is not made up. My yeah. mind is not made up. I've had like a catered Portillo's meal, and it was fine. Seemed a little categorically confused. <laughs> it was like pasta and sandwiches and sausages. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, what kind of food is this? <laughs> so your number one is hop dotty. What's hop your dotty. favorite flavor of a milkshake? I like my favorite is always cookies and cream. If they have a cookies and cream milkshake, chocolate. I'm not trying to reinvent the wheel here. <laughs> Just give me that chocolate. Yeah, yeah. Like I feel like you don't like cookies and cream ever. So if I'm going to a new burger place for the first time, uh, I wanna I wanna go a, a pretty simple route. If they got a bunch of specialty burgers, I wanna I wanna keep it pretty pretty simple. Maybe a plain burger, maybe a plain burger with like onion straws. I wanna taste your meat. Yeah. I wanna know it's a good burger. Yeah. If I'm going to a pizza place for the first time, I probably just want a pepperoni pizza. Because I want to know how this stacks up against other pizzas. Yeah. If I'm getting a shake for the first time, I'm getting a chocolate shake. That way I'll know if you can make shakes. Whip good. or no whip? Restaurant's choice. Mm. I'm not a whipped cream guy. Yeah. Unless it's a homemade, it. like a homemade whipped cream. I don't mind it. Katie doesn't like it. So if we're yeah. sharing, yeah, you're a share. And I'm a share <laughs> for sharing. Hey, that's 800 calories, bro. Yeah. Oh, so you're going to cut out the whipped cream? That's probably like 100, <laughs> 100 of those calories? No, that's why we're sharing. Oh, I see. So but Katie good. doesn't like whipped cream. That's good. So that's when good. we share, definitely no whipped cream. <laughs> okay, good. All right. Yeah. Next well, topic. Well, if I ever bring you a milkshake, I'll make sure I go to Hop Daddy. Oh. Yeah. Greatly appreciate it. <laughs> While you're there, can you get me the, uh, whatever the Alice Cooper burger is? Is it good? Is it like barbecue sauce and different things? No, it's like, it's like spicy. Yeah. It's got like a spice sauce. You like spicy stuff. It does. Yeah, I do. Uh, All right. Next ice block here. It has one word. Toenails. Is toenails one word? I spelled it with two words. Maybe it is two words. <laughs> Maybe it is two words. <laughs> toenails. Toenails. It might be one word. I think it's one word. I misspelled toenails. It's okay. They've been out of college for a little while. Yeah. Um, how's your to- toenails, man? My toenails are great. <laughs> I, I, I'm constantly clipping them. Back to soccer. Ah, that makes I, sense. I clip them quite a bit. If you're kicking kicking a ball a yeah. lot, you've got to... I've had so many ingrown toenails in my life. Yeah. And twice I've had to get surgery to, to remove Oof. both sides at the same time. Not the, whole ton- not the whole toenail. They, like, cut it. Have you ever had a toenail, ingrown toenail removed? Not surgically. Oh, bro, it's I've, the I've ripped worst. crap out of my toe and... Yeah, I will not do gross. surgery again. I do it myself. I just yeah bite the bullet and just, like, cut, cut it. So my theater teacher, she was a dancer uh, for a, a long time, and uh, that was before years before she like broke her back. Yeah. And um, one time I had a really bad ingrown toenail in high school, and it was like one of those ones where like you accidentally stub your toe in like pus and blood like Dude, that hurts. get all over your sock. That hurts so bad. It hurts so bad. And it's just like like stubbing your toe hurts bad enough, and then, and she not only taught me how to did she dig out an ingrown toenail, she like had me sit with my foot on her desk and, and she, she got it out, dug out the ingrown toenail. Did it hurt like crazy, Mrs. Swinney? Love you, <laughs> <laughs> love you, Mrs. Swinney. Uh, yeah, it hurt, <laughs> but but then she she like did she show you how you're supposed to cut your toenails? She didn't necessarily show me how to cut my toenails, but she she showed me how to like when I'm cutting my toenails. I do this every time now, like digging up the edge a little bit and and lifting it up and, and like then cutting it and just uh, trying to cut like straight across. Yeah. But yeah. then then also like just uh, constantly kind of pulling on those corners while it's like growing back in. Yeah. To tr- to keep it <laughs> keep training the toenail to to not. Dig, dig down in. into yeah. your toe. Yeah. So. Yeah, uh, I don't cut my toenails right at all. I, no. I always cut. I just, every time I cut my toenails, I like all the way in the corner. Just get everything out. Every time. That's why you got to grow toenails, bro. Yeah, but I don't get them like as much as I used to. But I used to, like the time they surgically removed them, gosh, that it was awful. And I watched. I watched the whole time because it's on my toes. I just sat there and watched them do it. I would definitely pass out. They numb your toe, which is nuts. I mean, you don't feel anything in your big toe. Yeah. And they, no joke, 
just take like these sharp scissors, at least I did for mine, and right in the middle of my toe, whatever side the toenails on or the ingrown toenails on. For me, it was both feet inside of my big toe. So like towards my next toe, mm-hmm. they just take scissors and cut right in the middle all the way back into your root. And then they just take these plier things and just like pop the whole half of your toenail <laughs> off. It's awful. Oh, it was <sighs> awful. That sounds so gross. So, Ugh. yeah. I'm getting a little nauseous. Sorry, bro. I think I originally put this in there uh, because my toenails often scratch Katie's legs in the mm-hmm. middle of the night. Like I'll I'll be I'll be scooting on over to to her side, and she'll be like, "Ah, your toenail." You gotta cut those things, man. I know. I what I thought was a long toenail uh, is not. I guess what my threshold for what was a long toenail is now significantly shorter because. <laughs> Of where she thinks yeah. my toenails should be. Do you be. clip your fingernails too? Uh, yeah. Or do you bite your fingernails? Uh, I used to always bite. Did uh, you make a, a clear effort to stop? Yeah, I've I've pretty much stopped biting them. Do you pick them? I, I do clean them out like that, like where I like yeah. slide my one fingernail under the other. Yeah. Um. I yeah. I made a a really concerted effort and for the most part stopped biting them occasionally if i'm like driving and don't You'll have catch yourself i don't have uh, a nail clipper and like one is super long and the other ones aren't it's usually like a pinky i'll, I'll just like get that little piece off just bite the edge right there and then run it down like between my teeth yeah and then and then bite the other edge and then it's off man yeah i would love so I bite my nails probably more than I should. Do you bite it too too short? Never too short to where it hurts or bleeding, but I probably should not do it. Not you don't bite it too short to where it hurts. No, I feel not like normally. almost every time I bite my nails, like it hurts. Maybe my threshold is growing because because you bite it so vigorously. I bit. I I think I've always. Let, let me my... see your fingernails. Those are short, bro. Yeah, you got a lot of finger past your nail. Yeah, like look how much fingers past my nail. I know. Like, so that's what I mean. Any. I I want I probably should just let them grow, but that's a battle that I don't got time for. If you have an opinion on how to uh, <laughs> cut toenails yeah. or bite <laughs> fingernails or bite toenails, I guess. Oh, that's awful. <laughs> send them to send your raven to ask two justins yeah. at gmail dot com. My wife has this nail polish that you can put on your fingernails. It's clear mm. and it tastes awful. I guess. Yeah. And then every time you go to bite them, you're like, oh, what the heck? Maybe I should try that. Maybe you should. Yeah, and see what happens. I don't think I've ever had my nails grown out. Like, I don't remember ever having them. I got this for you. You should put that gross toenail polish on the dog poop. <laughs> nice way to circle this all into, <laughs> into one thing. <laughs> this will teach you to stop eating your <laughs> dog poop. Uh, all right. Uh, only a couple more. Only a couple more quick topics. Cheap old houses on Instagram. Uh, no idea what that is. Pretty fun thing to look at. It's like old houses, uh, usually in the middle of nowhere in like the Midwest or yeah. uh, really small towns on the East Coast that uh, are being sold for like $7,000. But then you go in and it's like, oh, they systematically tore down every wall in the house and burned it in the backyard and all of the they, piping. So they're just highlighting cheaper houses. Meth. Really? Like like some of the houses are in terrible shape. But yeah, it's it's interesting cuz you're like, wow, that's like a mansion style like old Victorian house. So do you follow them on Instagram? Out on a farm? Uh no, me and Katie occasionally will just like look at them because Is that the name of it? Cheap old houses? Cheap old houses, yeah. Oh, yeah I have to look into that. Yeah, so that Fun follow. <laughs> Cheap old house. If you have other Instagram follows that would be good, send them to ask2justins at gmail.com. Man, my favorite Instagram account to follow is called Middle Class Fancy. Middle Class Fancy? <laughs> so if you're looking for something good to follow, and it basically, I don't know if it's making fun of, but it's just like highlighting middle class dads. And there's like a bunch of memes and like, the summer starter pack, which is like a New Balance shoes from Costco, a brown belt, and a white T-shirt with blue jeans, or like they're just random. <laughs> Every girl's weakness, and it's just like <laughs> jeans with a T-shirt tucked into it with the belt. <laughs> it's it's like, some like Velcro, like white tennis shoes. 
Yeah, it's just it's really stupid memes, but they're really funny. <sighs> oh man. Like there's one Doug picture. will be wearing <laughs> this exact outfit to Olive Garden next week. White polo, white new balance, uh those like terrible blue jeans yeah. with the braided belt. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like accurate. Like my dad has had these things before. <laughs> There's a, there's one some like it has a lot about yard work too and there's one in there you know what court classics are they're like those white Kirkland brand shoes that a lot of dads wear to do yard work in oh I I haven't seen those there's like a picture on there of like one that's covered in grass stains it's like <laughs> it's almost that time of season again and it's like just stupid things like that but it's hilarious I love it oh my goodness so you should uh, give them a follow because they're really funny that's pretty good and they post some good stuff on there Target exists white people. Tarjay. <laughs> it has like the little fancy guy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, They're man. good, man. They're really good. Me eating at Cheesecake Factory. Me eating at Cheesecake Factory <laughs> and ordering a nice cheesecake for dessert. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is pretty funny. They're good, man. You should uh, give them a follow. All right. Real quick, because I know you, you like didn't want to talk a lot about or didn't have a lot to say. Mm-hmm. Fire Festival documentary. Mm. I, I, yeah, I never knew what it was until I saw the documentary. Like, I didn't know that was a thing. It's, I, it just blows my mind that something like that could even happen. Yeah. Like, well, it probably blows my mind more that that guy, I forget the guy's name, the one who started the festival, that, yeah, whatever his name was, the kid from New York. Was he an entrepreneur or something? He was. He was like a pretty wealthy entrepreneur guy. I forget his name, but anyways, just blows my mind that his pride and Billy. Billy. Billy McFarlane. Billy. Billy. The name Billy, just in general. <laughs> uh, just blows my mind that you failed. Like, you failed when you tried to do it, but instead of just failing and saying, we messed up, you still try to make it work. Like, at that other island with <laughs> all those tents, and it flooded, everything was wet. Like, just all everything that went into that whole thing, I'm just like... Complete nightmare scenario. Oh, my gosh. And you're getting all these people to come, and... I just, the whole documentary just overwhelmingly, like, as I'm watching it, like, my stomach is cringing because of just what he's doing to try and make sure this thing still takes place. Agreed. And the amount of money they put into, like, advertising for that thing with all those models and all that stuff <laughs> on that one little island without ever doing research of how they were going to make this thing happen. How does that even happen? He's basically the Facebook of human beings. <laughs> That's exactly right. Be careful of Billy. <laughs> <laughs> Billy's a bit sketchy. <laughs> yeah, it was it was nuts, man. And I never heard of that until I watched the documentary. Yeah. And uh, gosh, just crazy. Crazy. Really crazy. Yeah. So I don't have a lot of thoughts on it. Nope. But if you haven't seen it, I would recommend watching it. Totally. It's pretty ridiculous. Totally would recommend <clears throat> it. And I remember watching it like, this guy is just... a. Yeah, like a, a grime, grimy, sketchy dude. Like, I can't believe he's doing this to people. <laughs> and, and he's totally doing it just to boost his own ego. Yeah. And people, when they get there, are, like, going crazy because there's not enough tents and their beds are, like, air mattresses <laughs> on the like dirt floor. It's like Lord of the Flies. <laughs> They're like, oh, yeah, we peed on all of the beds around our tents and nobody would take them. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's like, like, what? What? <laughs> When is that okay to do ever in any circumstance? Yeah, it's like after just 10 seconds of being there, everybody loses their minds. So there was two of these documentaries. There's the Fry Festival one that is on Netflix. Yeah. There was another one on, on Hulu. Mm-hmm. I didn't watch the one on Hulu. I haven't I only watched, watched that one either. Yeah, I wonder if it's similar. I heard the Netflix one is better. but Yeah. Anyways, yeah, pretty incredible. If you haven't seen it, just watch it for fun. <laughs> and finally, uh, there was a show that was on TV a while ago that – where it was like a reality game show and basically everybody had to try to like they got the phone call all at the same time each of the contestants they were like at home and they were like you have two hours to disappear before like we tried to track you down and find you that's like my dream to do something like that <laughs> so there's like oh scramble 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 and that no one's watching them like they're at their house. They have two hours. Yeah, and then they're gonna. I mean, cu- there's the- a camera crew with them too, so I have no idea oh, like how. Okay, so then that 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 those people are gonna come to your house and start from there and try to track you and find you. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, how would you try to hide? Um, like you're not gonna be hiding forever, are you? Like, how long is this show? The series? You have to be the last one standing to win. Ah, uh, like last one standing in your spot, or you have the potential to move. 
like once they've moved from where you are, like maybe you fool them and mm-hmm. they, they're in the spot where you're at and then they leave. Are you allowed to move from that spot and go somewhere else? Or you have to yeah, stay yeah. where you're... No, like people are driving across state lines. Like people are... Dude, that's pretty insane. Taking off. Okay. But but like they have access to like your cell phone number. They have access to your internet search history. Like So they can pinpoint where you're at. Yeah, I think they're even like working with like... Law enforcement. Law enforcement and law enforcement is it's it's a little bit of like a propaganda showing off how law enforcement can chase the bad guys. Yeah. And uh yeah, so like they're full on like I would never get in a car, I don't think. Mm-hmm. I would do it all by foot. Because if you're in a car, well number one, they might know your license plate at that point. Yeah. If you have a if they're tracking everything else. So I think I would do it all by foot. I don't know what I would do first though. Yeah. No, I totally agree. That's interesting, but I, I wouldn't get on any kind of like automotive. I would yep. try and find a way. It'd be tough if you were in Phoenix doing that because you don't really have anywhere to go. Like in the woods. Yeah. You can go out in the woods. You can camp. You can do different things. Like here, you can go out in the middle of the desert. They're going to find you. Like you're going to die out there. Yeah. What are you going to do? So I, I, I've thought about this. I think, yeah, going out off of the grid yeah. is, is a good way to go. I think. Turn off my phone, maybe. If you If you tried to, you formulate the plan completely in your head. Like they were finding like people like, had like saved copies of their plan like on their computer like some people are dumb um so i am here (laughs) formulate it all in your head and then yeah just like leave nothing that gives any hint like leave your car here leave leave everything here yeah i think you you would have to only take like a backpack what i might try to do is Uh, and this is going to sound terrible, but like if, but like in a real scenario, if you were trying to to just like disappear, yeah, leave everything here, put it, put some stuff in the backpack, go outside, dirty yourself up, and then walk from here down to like Phoenix Rescue Mission and just stay, stay there, stay at a homeless shelter, and have all this money secretly. Well, not all this money, well, but you I mean, have- like if you're if you're trying to hide from somebody that's trying to track you down, like. You think that's the that's, best spot to be? That's a pretty good hiding in plain sight. Like, you have there, your food, nothing, you have shelter. There's nothing to. They're not you. taking your name there. Nothing. You leave your ID here. You leave your phone here. Like you take nothing that could identify you, with you. If you ever disappear, I know where to go. <laughs> <laughs> if anybody's ever looking for Justin Bogus. <laughs> uh, so I think that's it. Yeah, hey, I think that's a good. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, if you lived in a place that you could disappear into the woods and camp, that would be. I feel a like good... you need like basic survival skills to do that. I don't know if I could like kill a squirrel and eat it. That's not the same. Well, I don't like. I don't think I'd be able to. Like, I don't know what I would. I don't think I'm. I I wish I was, but I don't know if I could even. Yeah, I could fish. In I'd the, have to find like a stream. In the first five minutes, you're you're cutting the legs off of your pants. <laughs> <laughs> Fashion this into a nice hat. <laughs> Uh, and then realize later that it's cold and have to duct tape them back together. <laughs> uh, oh man. Yeah. That's a, that's a good, we should do some uh, follow up in the future. I would like to formulate something in my brain. Just formulate some ideas. All right. Next you, time, next time I'm going to, I'm going to come with some, some details. You let me know. We'll have it planned out. Yeah. That's it. Spring cleaning, man. Done. All Does the it topics. Does it feel good? Show doc is, is lean. Basically. Got some big topic ideas. Got some. Justin uh, teaches Justin. Justin teaches Justin ideas. We should get one of those before the spring's over. Try and do one of those. That'd be good. Yeah. That'll be good. Before we go on holiday. <laughs> holiday. Is that what we're committing to? Holiday. That's the new the new thing. On holiday. <laughs> yeah. It feels good. It's all gone. If you have anything to share on those out there. Let us know. And you do that by sending a raven to ask2justins at gmail.com. Bye.